0: Cardinals lose in incredibly embarrassing fashion. You are Locked On Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I think the game's still happening, but it was over at halftime. Alex Clancy, Locked On Cardinals. Thanks for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free and available on all platforms. I'm your host. Alex Clancy, follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Today's episode of Locked On Cardinals is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five players. If they score more or less, than prize picks projections, you can win up to 10 times your money. First time users can receive 100% instant deposit match up to 100 bucks with promo code Locked On. That's prizepicks.com. Promo code Locked On. I mean, The hell was that? So, there's a couple different ways we can look at this, okay? And I will talk about one positive in the final segment, but these first two segments can be pretty tough. Um, the Cardinals get blanked in the second half, and it seems like after that one touchdown drive, that was it. Um, adjustments were not made. Uh, the team looked like they threw in the towel after San Francisco scored that first touchdown in the second half. And there's a couple different ways we can look at this, and you could choose your own adventure on this. One, do we just blame the injuries? Do we just blame all this on the injuries? Kyler Murray, Hollywood Brown, Zach Gertz, the offensive line. Um, Isaiah Simmons was hobbled momentarily. Isaiah Collins, same way. Rondell Moore got hurt on the first play of the game, it seemed. Do we just chalk this up to injuries? And are we just going to chalk it up to injuries for the rest of the year? We could go that route, and I guess it would be valid. You think Kyler Murray and Hollywood Brown will both be back next week? And four and seven, you know, still isn't one hundred percent lost on the Cardinals making the playoffs, but it's getting more and more difficult. We, we could do that. We could chalk it up to injury. Do you want to do that? I feel like that's giving up. I feel like that's a scapegoat because everybody's injured. And yes, the Cardinals offensive line is battered. Um, I don't want to do that. And I don't think that's the right thing to do at this point. My overall prognosis of this game was Cardinals were just, they felt defeated. Felt defeated after that first touchdown in the second half for the 49ers. And you could tell, dejected, defeated, like the game was over. And there's a couple of different ways you can look at that. One of which is, doesn't seem very popular, is Cliff Kingsbury just doesn't have this team mentally prepared for if anything ever goes wrong. You can use that. You could use it as Steve Kahn didn't build a roster that could withstand a few injuries and still be competitive. You could use that. You could use the Cardinals are just a losing organization and this is just what they're used to. Or you can look at this and say, I didn't see this coming. And that's me. I didn't see a complete laydown second half coming. I didn't. And the, the like, the, the fever pitch of it was George Kittle's catch and run down the sideline for a touchdown. People just gave up. Just gave up. And it's dejecting, you know? It's dejecting to get absolutely embarrassed on a national stage where the season was in the balance with enough offensive pieces to – make more waves than they did. It's dejecting. Not all hope is lost. Still, you know, six games to go. But the second half was kind of like a microcosm of what we saw during the second half of last season. Once things go wrong, there's no... There's no combatants for it. There's no fight back once they're in the corner, they're in the corner, and they never fight out of it. And, uh, you know, it's it's graded on a curve with Colt McCoy quarterback. Can we put that to rest now, please, everybody? The Colt McCoy is the, the starting quarterback for the Cardinals moving forward. Can we, can we do that, please? Thank you. I don't know what we're going to see for the rest of the season. I don't know if somebody's going to get fired. Probably not. I don't know if Kyler Murray is going to play next week. I don't know if Kyler Murray would have played this week if the offensive line was healthy. That's one thing that I'm starting to percolate in my brain. I don't want to have that conversation with myself or anybody else. All I do know is something is wrong with this team, regardless of The, you know, regardless of who's playing, regardless of who's healthy and who's not, there's something wrong with this team. And there's been something a little bit off with this team for the last four years and we can't put a finger on it or we don't want to put a finger on it. And this is just another example of dysfunction. And it sucks because I don't like talking about this stuff. I don't, I will. I have no problem talking about it over and over and over again. But tonight was an example of a team that just gave up. And when a team gives up, I, at least, always blame coach. I always blame front office. I always blame stability. I always blame that because that is a coach's main job is to have his or her team ready for battle and to not give up and the Cardinals flat out gave up. So again, I don't care who's hurt. I don't care who the quarterback is. The Cardinals gave up and that is institutional, not the players on the field. Lockdown Cardinals, your team every day. Thanks for making Lockdown Cardinals your first listen. Um, It's a tough loss, man. It's a tough loss. Going a little bit more in depth into the loss in the next segment, and then I'm going to give an entire segment, a short one, but an entire segment to one player who truly stood out today and is really starting to solidify himself as an absolute player for this team. Um, I'll talk about that next, Locked On Cardinals. Turo. Turo is one of my favorite companies to use, and now they are actually sponsored for this podcast Turo is the world's largest car sharing company with Turo, you can book any car you want wherever you want it from a community of hosts you can browse a huge selection of vehicles for just about any location or budget okay you can find them in the us the uk canada and coming soon to australia as well book a spacious suv or minivan for a family road trip get a classic or luxury car for a special event birthday or holiday Find affordable economy cars if you're on a budget and just need to get from A to B. You can test drive the new, you know, electric vehicle you've had your eye on to see how it fits in your everyday life. Many tour hosts can even deliver the car right to you. Every trip is backed by liability insurance, terms, conditions, and exclusions. Apply. And I also get to talk about price picks, okay? Price picks makes daily fantasy easy. Less than 60 seconds, man. Big two to five players, and if they'll score more or less than their price picks projections, you can win it to 10 times your cheese on any entry. No competing against other players, it's just you versus the projections available. Price picks offers projections on any sport that you watch, includes NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, PGA, etc. 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 Safe and fast withdrawals currently operational in 30 states and Canada. Download the price picks app or go to pricepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to 100 bucks with promo code locked on don't forget to enter promo code locked on at sign up for instant deposit match up to 100 bucks cardinals lose um in somewhat embarrassing fashion in the second half and um i don't know why there was no emotion in the second half. Like, you're starting to see the season fade away. And if the Cardinals win six games, seven games this year, very uncomfortable conversations will be had. And things that can act as redeeming qualities in tough situations are playing hard to the last whistle. Like, the Cardinals gave up. They gave up. Van Joseph was outmanned. Um, Cliff Kingsbury, you know, we've, we've seen the same stuff. We've seen the same stuff from Cliff for four years. Flashes of brilliance, long periods of inadequacy. Um, I've got I got into a bunch of uh, disagreements, I guess, on Twitter uh, tonight about the defense versus the offense. How the defense is more talented than. Um, that I give it credit for, and the offense isn't as talented, and uh, okay, um, with no pass rush, which makes any quarterback look like Joe Montana, and a cornerback room that is one of the weakest in the NFL, I'm not sure how we can look at the defense and say it's got more talent than the offense. And because of that, I'm not sure why people are calling for Vance Joseph when Vance Joseph doesn't have a whole lot to work with compared to other defensive coordinators in the NFL. And the offense doesn't do the defense a whole lot of, you know, doesn't give them a whole lot of help when you're only putting up 10 points. So it could be scheme. It could be Van Joseph getting his lunch eaten. But if you're not given talent to utilize, I don't know what a coordinator is supposed to do. Yes, Stephen Collins is taking a step forward in the second year. Yes, Isaiah Simmons has been fine. He's not a pro bowler. He wasn't worthy of the number eight overall pick through three years. The only surefire players on the defense who are world beaters every week, Buda Baker, end list. Just because Devin Collins has gotten better in his second year and has been a solid addition to this team doesn't mean he's a pro bowler, doesn't mean he's a world beater. Tell me where the pass rush was. Name the players in the pass rush room. Help me. So just because players have gotten better from last year to this year doesn't mean they're pro bowlers. Doesn't mean they can be relied upon every week. And even if Vance Joseph didn't have the perfect scheme tonight, and even if Jimmy Garoppolo picked them apart because he had all the time in the world to do so, you tell me what more Vance Joseph is supposed to do. You tell me. Sick of it. He hasn't been an elite defensive coordinator, but he's been the best coach on the damn team for the last three years. The offense does the defense no favors. And that's true. Watch the games. The offense does the defense no favors the majority of the time. And the defense doesn't have the talent. Again, just because the players have gotten better from last year to this year doesn't mean they're elite players. Just because Zayvon Collins has solidified himself as one of the more important players on the defense doesn't mean opposing teams have to scheme for him. The only player that opposing offenses have to scheme for on the defensive side of the ball for the Cardinals is Buddha Baker. That's it. And Byron Murphy, maybe when he's healthy. Trayvon Mullen, Marco Wilson, give me a break. Marcus Golden, my, my J. Sanders, Cam Thomas, give me a break. You can look at the points given up by the Cardinals defense and say it's on Vance Joseph, and a lot of it is. And his talent level isn't to the level of an elite defense. I don't know what games you're watching. But this defense is not equipped to win games. That's the offense's job. And they ain't doing it. And that's why we're here. Injuries, of course. Rodney Hudson, Zach Ertz, Rondale Moore. It's a lot. Kyler Murray, obviously. It's a lot. Justin Pugh, Will Hernandez. But... The defense has a ceiling. The offense shouldn't. The defense has a ceiling with the talent that they have. The offense should not. Locked on Cardinals. Thanks for hanging out. I'm just sick of it, man. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of people expecting the defense to be better than they are when they were completely neglected this offseason. Zayvon Collins has gotten better, Marco Wilson is fine. Byron Murphy was great until he got hurt. And Buda Baker's Buda Baker and Jalen Thompson's Jalen Thompson. But just because you can say, oh, there's some talent here. There's some talent there. Well, blah, blah. this is one of the worst cornerback rooms in the NFL. It's one of the worst pass rushes in the NFL. And Vance Joseph is tasked to elevate them. He's only human being. If Vance Joseph is the first to get fired, I might boycott this team. Alex Lanty, Lockdown Cardinals. Uh, There is a huge bright spot. And um, I'm not going to say I was late to the party, but I was late to become a truther. Let's put it that way. And I'm on board now. I'll talk about it next. Lockdown Cardinals, your team every day. I get to go local here. You know, if you live in a sunny state like ours in Arizona, it's very likely that you've had a few people stop by offering you free solar. The truth is many of these companies aren't local because of that they're using misleading tactics and end up overcharging homeowners. If you've considered solar, but something felt off, then you're going to love today's sponsor. My Solar Nerd's mission is simple. Help you get the best solar system to fit your needs. The guys at mysolarnerd.com are local and understand the nuances of going solar and AZ. They've been doing this for a while and understand that an educated customer is a happy one no-pressure approach will make sure all your questions get Once your questions get answered, once you're ready, they'll put their industry knowledge to work for you by choosing the best equipment, warranties, and Better Business Bureau accredited installers. Our listeners will get a $50 Amazon gift card when they book a no-commitment evaluation. This promotion is only for our listeners who are homeowners. So visit MySolarNerd.com. It's like Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us section. Make the switch to solar on your terms. Start the research process by visiting MySolarNerd.com today and show Locked On some love by letting them know, we sent you. Folks, going solar doesn't need to be complicated. MySolarNerd.com makes it easy. So, I was going into tonight, I mean, I had some time to prepare for, you know, the outcome of this game. And I was thinking, like, what were the redeeming qualities from tonight? I try to I try to think about that. What were the redeeming qualities? What were the what were the positive takeaways? And I have one, but I want to put a button on everything I've talked about so far. The reason why I hold so much weight in Vance Joseph's stock, it's not blind. It's not because of my disdain for Cliff Kingsbury. It's because this offseason he was set up to fail if a failure of one side of the ball were to happen. There are very few truths in this world, one of which that is a truth, is that the Cardinals didn't do much on the defensive side of the ball aside from drafting two rookies in the third round this entire offseason. That's it. That's what they did. And they signed Nick Vigil, Sweet. Uh traded for Trayvon Mullen Jr. Awesome. He was he's been good. Um the offense has been the focal point. They traded for Hollywood Brown in the first round, drafted Trey McBride, extended Cliff Kingsbury, extended Kyler Murray. This was supposed to be the strength of the team. And now there just isn't the strength of this team. And injuries have, have have been an issue for sure. Absolutely. But that's not an original story. You have one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. You have an offensive guru, I think. Is that what people call him still? Um, who, you know, should be able to maneuver around an offensive line that's lesser than because of injury. Is that unfair to talk about? Maybe. But when you're looking at the issues and why they're happening with the amount of attention that's been paid to the offensive side of the ball, which is true. I don't know why people deflect against that. They could have drafted a defensive lineman in the first round. They could have drafted a center. They could have drafted an edge rusher, but they didn't. They traded for a wide receiver. Could have drafted an offensive lineman. Could have drafted an edge rusher. Could have drafted a corner in the second round. They didn't. They drafted a tight end. So you tell me where the focal point should be looking at should be looked at when things go wrong. It's not the defense because they're not equipped to win games. That's not how they're built. I'm sorry if you don't agree with me, but it's the truth. Greg Dorch has been an absolute vision. It's been an absolute vision, and there's one thing that that I said um, <clears throat> when he wasn't getting a lot of run. R- Rondo more started to heat up. Uh, Rondell Moore is supposed to be – he's a better version of Greg Dorch. Same kind of player, uh, better version of – and I don't know if I'm right about – well, first of all, because Greg Dorch doesn't get hurt nearly as much as Rondell Moore does. Rondell Moore has been hurt pretty much the entirety of his career after his freshman year of college. And let's hope that this groin injury won't keep him out. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. If like, if they lose next week, I don't know if they're going to mail it. Like, I have no idea what it's going to look like, what the players are going to play, if they're at a playoff contention. I, I just don't know. But Greg Dort has been an absolute vision. All he does, when his number gets called, he just shows up and he balls out. Hit over 100 yards receiving. Some of it was some of it was uh, in garbage time, but he had that huge 47-yard chunk catch and run uh, that resulted in the James Conner touchdown. Um, all he's done is perform when he's been given the opportunity. And that is awesome. You know, it's awesome. It's just he 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 was the camp story. It was it was him and him was him and Antonio Hamilton. Antonio Hamilton had the the awful you know kitchen injury where he dropped hot oil on himself that kept him out early in the season. And he's been okay, but to rely upon Antonio Hamilton to perform every week is just is a fool's errand. Greg Dortch, I think he solidified a spot for the future. Like I think they need to keep him. And uh, it's just fun to watch when guys perform. When, I mean, all he does, and I'll reiterate, when his number gets called, he performs. It's as simple as that. And Ronda Moore has been good, but I feel like there's not going to be as much of a drop-off as as I once did. So that's on me. Um, I'm now a Greg Greg Dortch truther. I am. I am. And I hope that he gets more run. And he should. He has to. I mean, he's the burner now. Uh, I'll be, It'll be very, very interesting to watch next week when Kyler Murray, you think, comes back. He better. Uh, Hollywood Brown should be back. DeAndre Hopkins, Greg Dortch, we'll see. Because this offense could be freakishly scary. And at this point, like even if the Cardinals don't make the playoffs, there are still meaningful enough games to where we're going to see Hollywood Brown and DeAndre Hopkins on the field at the same time to really be a determinant on if they pay both of them a lot of money, which it seems like is what's going to have to happen next season. I just don't see Hollywood Brown playing the last year on his rookie scale deal. Remember he's got the same agent as JK or as chicken as DK Metcalf, Debo Samuel and AJ Brown, all of whom didn't play through their rookie scale contract before getting a contract extension. So we'll see what happens, but uh, Greg Greg has been an absolute vision when he, when he's gotten the opportunity and it's been really, really fun to watch tough loss. Uh, regroup, see what happens, and you know I'll talk to you on Wednesday. It, it, it'll be a, it'll be really interesting to see. Um, hard knocks a week from Wednesday about this game and hard knocks this Wednesday. I think there was a report out that they're not, not going to talk about the Eno Benjamin stuff at all. I wonder if Michael Bidwell came down and has any sort of veto power on that. I hope that we get a reason as to why that's not going to happen. Uh, we won't, but I hope we do. Because if they put the kibosh on it because they wanted to keep it in-house. I don't know if that's true or not. I'm not, I have no idea. Um, but that would be a shame. I was going to see Locked on Cardinals. Um, I will be doing one podcast. I'll be doing a podcast on Wednesday. I'll be doing my crossover on Thursday with with Mr. Dave over there uh, with, with Locked on Chargers. And I'll most likely be taking Friday off at this point to be with my family for Thanksgiving. Um, but I hope everybody... Hangs out, enjoys their week. Unfortunately, the cardinals had a bad loss tonight, but I will be back with you tomorrow, or Tuesday, or Wednesday, I should say, locked on Cardinals. Thanks for hanging.